Hi, I'm Melanie. And I'm Malia. And you're listening to the White Dress Optional Podcast by Brilliant Bridal. Life before, during, and after your wedding is full of options, and we are here to help. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the White Dress Optional Podcast. We have a super fun episode today. This podcast is coming out right before Halloween. So we are looking forward to the holiday season and we have dressed up for the occasion. Malia, show us your earrings. Are they fun? They're Santa gnomes. Yeah. I have a gnome thing. A gnome thing. And here's the deal. Like, I don't need more. I don't need more of them. But like, I do have several and it's like my thing. But it's like, once people know that that's your thing, like they go crazy and they all like, I saw a gnome. I bought it for you. I don't need more. But I do have like a theme holiday gnome and these are my gnome earrings for my sister and i do wear them on the holidays adorable so if you're not seeing this on video just know we have come with bells on for the holidays because we are talking about the yeah no the yeah no's of the holiday but you have to say it like yeah no so this is gonna be fun we're gonna talk about a few things no yeah exactly um Fun, some serious, some fun, some serious through all the holiday season to get you ready for the holidays. We ready? Let's do it. Let's, all right. Yeah. Let's start with this idea. Who wants a holiday wedding? Now, the reason I'm asking is because <laughs> Melanie Little had a holiday wedding. So let's talk about the yeah, no's of a holiday wedding. Yeah. Um, that's going to mostly be a no. <laughs> After nearly 16 years of marriage, And here is why. So my husband and I, we got married the Saturday after Thanksgiving. At the time, we thought this was a genius idea. People are going to be off. It's already, you know, they're not going to need to, they're already going to travel, perhaps, you know, family coming into town for the holidays. In the moment of our wedding, that all actually worked out pretty well, except for some of the travel part was too cost prohibitive for some people to travel over Thanksgiving weekend. Duh. Like how did that not play into our decision making? Um, but I will say from the person who has experienced 16 years nearly of anniversaries that are every single year competing with a holiday, like one of the major ones, it's a no for me. I don't, recommend it. I understand why people do it. You can find lots of blogs out there about the pros of getting married on a holiday. Also, do you really want your anniversary or your wedding to always be competing with like Christmas? My grandparents actually got married on Christmas day. So yeah, I don't, I don't know why we have a tradition of doing this in my family, but they got married (laughs) on Christmas day. So every year it was like, Oh yeah, and happy anniversary, Grandma and Grandpa. You know, like who? You don't want that. It's it's like when your birthday ends up near a holiday or on a holiday, and you're like, "This is the worst." Now I have to like share Thanksgiving and my birthday, right? So why would we do this for our weddings? Like, what? Don't do this on purpose, <laughs> right? You, know you can't what I'm choose when you're born, but you can choose when you get married. That's so. <laughs> true. I have some friends that got married on New Year's Eve, um, which ended up being a pretty epic party. But again, like now, if we ever want to get together for New Year's Eve, it's like, well, it's your anniversary also. So again, like it falls into that same category. Right. 
So if you have already picked your wedding day and you are getting married on or near a holiday and that is your jam, just go for it. Lean into it. You're going to have a blast. It's going to be the best. Just know if you ever want to celebrate an anniversary, like maybe do off season, maybe do your like half anniversary, something like that. Um, if you haven't picked a wedding date and you're thinking about a holiday wedding, I would not. That's a yeah, no. It's a, it's a yeah, no. It's a yeah, no. All right. So the next one are yeah, no's of the holiday season is assuming literally anything. And I'm thinking of this in the context of maybe couples who are, this is their first year married that they are, you know, doing holidays together. Maybe you've been together and you've done holidays together, but I'm telling you some changes when you get married. So assuming literally anything, Malia, you've got to have had some holiday assumptions that like didn't work out. Oh, sure. And, and most of this is like kind of going into our next topic, but, um, who are we spending time with when, well, my family always does Christmas Eve. So for sure we're going to be with my family for Christmas Eve. Oh, you weren't thinking that? So um, that does get really complicated really quickly um, when we haven't, when I just assume that we're going to do the same thing we've always done for every single holiday. Well, yeah. And holidays are like so nostalgic and, you know, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting into the next one, but just talk about everything. It, it's a yeah, no. If you are assuming that the holidays are going to go any holiday is going to go exactly how you have always done it up until this point because there are other people and things and traditions to consider. Even Halloween, like, it's a simple one. It's not a big holiday, but, like, are we passing out candy? Are we going to a party? Are we going to, like, do the whole fire pit on the front driveway with the neighbors? Like, what's our vibe for Halloween? Maybe your family, like, was really into Halloween. Maybe your family, like, barely acknowledged it like just can't assume right. and, and do you have a favorite holiday like mm. is there a holiday oh. that is your favorite like let's talk about that to make sure that like you get what you need on that holiday so it's not like ruined because don't ruin my christmas i know it's my christmas i know you're a big christmas girl and i am surprisingly still a big thanksgiving girl i love shocking i know thanksgiving even though sometimes it literally is my anniversary day um, I just love Thanksgiving. I love watching the parade. I love all the food. Thanksgiving is my favorite food holiday. So yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Talk about maybe if you have like a really high priority holiday and your significant other has a different high, maybe that's one way to balance it out. You know? Love it. Okay. Let's go into the third one because we're kind of already there, yeah. but, um, let's talk about the yeah, no of traveling to multiple family events in one day. <sighs> Lord help me. I have so many things to say about this. I think this goes back to some childhood wounding for me as a person who grew up in a household where both of my grandparents, we lived in the same city as both of my grandparents for quite a long time. Not always, but, and if we didn't, there was a period of time where we had moved, we would come back to the home base for the holidays. Okay. It's not fun. You guys, it's a, yeah, no. Trying to go to all the places and please all the people, especially if you come from a family that um, it has like divorced parents. And then like on one side of the family, you have multiple things to get to. You could potentially have 
four plus events on that's a yeah in one no. day that's a yeah no yeah and i think um what is so important is like really figure this out ahead of time because and and know that somebody's going to be disappointed like some mom some aunt is going to be annoyed by the fact that you chose not to come but like it's not worth your sanity and or your marriage or the arguments that are going to come after so it's so worth it. I am lucky enough that I have um, older siblings who've kind of decided like it was an at-home holiday or an in-law holiday. And so my husband's family kind of adopted that also. So we kind of switch off, especially for Christmas, because that's such a big one. But we actually, Clark and I, my husband and I, switch off every holiday. So if we're with one family for Thanksgiving, the next family gets Christmas, then and then the mm-hmm. other family gets Easter. And we just traded up that way because it just is so hard, even if they're in the same state to get from one to the other, especially when you get like kids in the mix, like it's just too much. Yeah. It's too much, but no, you're going to disappoint somebody, but it's worth it to not try to do so much in one day. Right. And it just ends up, first of all, you end up eating like multiple large meals, which, you know, I remember one year we were talking with a friend who had like I think three different family events on a Christmas or something. And they were like, I'm literally, I can't enjoy any of it because I'm so full and I've had so many large meals today. Like I can't eat another turkey. Yeah, I've had no. enough turkey. Yeah. There's only so much ham that you can consume in a 24 hour period. Only so many pumpkin pies you can eat. Yeah. Mm, I, I might challenge that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so you guys switch holidays. We actually do still do each holiday with both families. So not only did I grow up with both sides of the family in town, but now I'm living in the same city where I have two sides. We both have family here. So um, we do his family on Christmas Day, my family on Christmas Eve. And then for Thanksgiving, we do my family on Thanksgiving Day and his family takes Black Friday. And his family has also been so gracious enough to not make us repeat Thanksgiving dinner. We always do like smoked ribs or prime rib or barbecue or something like that. So that all of us who were with the in-laws and had the turkey and the mashed potatoes don't have to repeat that. But I will say this has taken years uh, yes. of negotiating and of dialing this in. So if this is your first holiday season, small steps, baby steps, you know, and, and, but do advocate for what you and your partner need to have a happy holiday. Cause it can get real unhappy real quick. <laughs> yeah. There's just too many expectations too many things that you used to do as a kid that you just assume back to just assuming that you're going to do again. It's worth talking through. Yep. You're probably going to have to let some things go. We had to let my husband's family, God bless them. I married into such a lovely family, but they have like so many traditions for everything. There was like the traditions for Christmas Eve, the traditions for Christmas morning, the traditions for Christmas lunch, the after Christmas opening present game tradition. I mean, it just was like a whole, and and we had to like gently through the years, let some of those go. And his parents are amazing. They've totally acknowledged like, yeah, we get it, but it's still, it's a hard process. So maybe start to identify what are some of the things on the perimeters of your family holidays that maybe you can negotiate on. It's tough. It's tough out there. 
All right. Moving on. The next yeah, no of the holidays is pulling a Michael Scott on gift giving. Now, I hope people know what this means because this is a reference to The Office, which I realize is now like a 20-year-old show. Cannot believe that. There is a very infamous episode of The Office where they do office gift giving, white elephant. You know, it's got like a $20 limit. And Michael Scott, manager of The Office, goes and buys, this is how old this show is, an iPod. An iPod. An iPod. (laughs) An iPod. Like, And it was like the hot gift of the season. But just blew up, you know, the $20 gift thing. So what does this mean in terms of, first of all, yeah, no, don't do that. But how do you avoid doing that? You communicate about what the gift giving expectations are. And now we're obviously talking more about Christmas or Hanukkah or some of those other holidays. Some people even give Easter gifts. That was never a thing necessarily in my family, but it might be for some people. Um, yeah. You got to communicate. What are the expectations? What are, are there financial limits? What are the, you know, quantity of gifts? And then like stick to it. Yeah, absolutely. We, in both sides of our family, have gotten pretty good about exchanging couples' names or, like, individuals' names. And so then it's, like, we set a dollar limit, and then we just have one person to buy. There's too many people in both of our families. Too many people. Large families. And so um, it has become much easier for the holidays to kind of have, like, a limit, an idea, and then sticking to our one person. Um, What does end up happening? It's happened the last few years is one of us or all of us find something that we're like, oh my gosh, I think so-and-so would love this and this. So then we, you know, Mm -hmm. we've, we've done some, like, this isn't a Christmas gift. This is like a (laughs) pre gift before we open gifts. We for sure have done that in the last few years because when you just find the right thing, you find the right thing. Yeah. However, try to stick to it. What about between you and Clark? How do you, what's your gift giving for you as a couple? Um, great question. And I wish I had a better a- answer other than like, we usually know what, th- like, there's a couple things on our wish list. If we haven't already bought it for ourselves, I'll be like, you could buy it for me for Christmas. Got and then it. I know it's coming. So like, we usually know what we're getting each other. I try to throw in like a couple little, like random things you weren't expecting. And then we do each other's stockings. Okay. So those are always a surprise. And we like, load them up with our favorite like treats and candies and whatever else. Um, so those are always really fun to like throw in fun things that the other person isn't expecting. Um, and it's always like a really silly thing on Christmas Eve. Like both of us like casually go grab a stocking (laughs) off the fireplace to like pretend it's not there. And then don't, don't see me put it back. You know what I'm saying? But, um, it's gotten really fun that we, we do stockings for each other. What about you and Ryan? Yeah, no, we actually do. It's similar. We do stockings. We're just not big gift. Gift giving is not like one of our primary love languages. And I know that is not the case for a lot of people. Lots of people love giving gifts and lots of people love receiving gifts. So unfortunately, I don't feel like I can speak to that because we're just, we, neither of us are big gift people. So a lot of years we just haven't even given gifts because we are like, let's put money towards a trip instead. It's usually our thing. Like we're way more, we would rather travel. We would rather go save some money for like a really nice restaurant 
or something like that. So a lot of years we've done that. There have been some years where we've given gifts and I think we've probably set like some sort of financial limit or, you know, something like that, but we do always do stockings and that's, yeah, to your point, always fun and silly that we, you know, pretend to be sneaky about it. Like Santa's filling our stockings or something. He is. Yeah, he is. Right. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, and then similar for extended family, there's usually like a name picked around Thanksgiving or something, and we kind of exchange gifts that way with a dollar limit. In the extended family, there's always a dollar limit. So again, like, don't be that person. It's like, yeah, no. If you're like, okay, well, the limit is a hundred, but I'm gonna buy the iPod. Don't don't do it. Don't buy the iPod. Although now you could probably just get an iPod for free at a thrift store. <laughs> probably. I might have one like in a drawer somewhere. I actually had like the, um, it was green and it, it might've been the nano, but it wasn't the square. It was like the rectangle. The mini. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still, it's probably here somewhere. My k- kids would probably like thought it was a remote or something. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Um, let's talk about the, yeah, no, about not creating new holiday traditions for your nuclear family. What are your thoughts? I just think that like from the moment you get married, you are a family, regardless of what that looks like. Maybe you are bringing kids into your marriage from previous relationships. Maybe you are having kids. Maybe you have fur babies. Maybe you never want to have human children because I understand that decision. (laughs) Um, But whatever your situation is, you are your own unit. And I feel like there's so much pressure as a newly married couple to still do what your family of origin did. And that's just like a yeah, no for me, because wherever your life is headed in terms of adding human babies or otherwise, like you deserve to be able to create your own traditions, have your own things that you like to do around these holidays. And yeah, you can still participate in the traditions and the events of your family of origin. But I just think it's really important to protect that and to start finding your own traditions. Yeah. And I think there's something really sweet and special about doing something that is just yours. Uh, We had decided years ago that we wanted Christmas morning to ourselves, like Mm. in our home. So like other people sometimes are here. Sometimes people will come spend the night at our house. But um, especially when we had our own human babies, we wanted to have Christmas morning at home with our human babies. And so that's what we've chosen to do. And so it's like a non-negotiable for us, but it's really sweet and really fun. And, um, you know, we all get to be here, which I really love. I didn't grow up um, home for Christmases. We were always at my grandparents' house in South Dakota. Um, and so we would drive 11 hours and Santa would always come early, um, before we would leave, which was always very fun to get, we never knew when Santa was coming. Mm. Um, he's a mystery, that guy. I know he was so good. (laughs) Who knew he could come early, but he did every year. And it was really, really special. Um, but you know, so, and now our parents are both in the same state. So we could see everyone, we could go to both places, but just like protecting that morning, even if it's for a couple hours, um, was really important to us. Yeah. Same. Even before we had kids, I was like, the last thing I want to do is be rushing out of my house on Christmas morning to go have monkey bread with your family, which I do love some monkey bread. 
Don't get me wrong. It's delicious. I can make my own though and <laughs> eat it true. with my own cup of tea or cup of coffee, whatever's your jam in and enjoy it there. Yeah. In my Christmas jammies. Yes. And I'm yes. going to be in them for a minute. Yes. So yeah, no, I think that for sure has been something that we have tried to do. I'm trying to think if there's ever a year where we haven't been at our house um, for Christmas morning, but there for sure were some years where we had, we did have to kind of like hurry up and, and get out. And then especially when kids started to be on the horizon, I was like, we need to set this expectation now that, yeah, no, we're going to do this for our family. And again, like it's a slow roll. Sometimes you got to chip away at these families and, and, you know, baby step. Okay. This year we're going to set this expectation and then the next year, and then maybe by the time the kids come, they'll be ready for us, you know, whatever. So yeah, I just think it's, you know, we've created tradition on Christmas morning. We always, I always make like an overnight French toast that my kids love. And it's the only time of the year we make it. It's not even that special of a recipe or anything, but it becomes special, right? When like the only time of the year you eat it is on Christmas morning and that's the expectation. Everybody's excited for it. And, you know, just little things like that. I think it's really important to be able to start creating those as early on in your marriage relationship as you can. I love it. I think a lot of these are hopefully great tips um, as you move into this crazy but fun holiday season. Yeah. So that's it for today. Hope this was fun. Hope you guys maybe had a couple takeaways, but mostly just had some fun. And we will be back next week as we do enter this crazy holiday season uh, for some more White Dress Optional podcast. See you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the White Dress Optional podcast. We will be here every Wednesday. Remember, you can follow us everywhere on social at Brilliant Bridal. You can also email us at podcast at brilliantbridal.com. And as always, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.